Hey, you're listening to Off the Record, 88.1 WKNC's Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. 88.1 WKNC FM HD1 Raleigh. This is uh, Wolfware, and we're in the studios with Nathan Price from Hopscotch. Uh, so the festival is announced today. Is that a big relief and everything for you? Is it nice to have it all out there in the air? It's, it's really nice. It's This time of the year is almost crazier than the actual festival weekend. It gets really hectic because there's just so many, so much planning and logistics and you have to have to check everybody's rider, make sure you have the sound requirements, make sure you can cover backline for every. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it before we can even get to their name being on the poster. So to once it's out in the world, it, it's a big relief. That's good, good. Um, Just, you've mentioned riders in the past. Have you had any crazy riders? Like you always hear about like, Jack White and that guacamole story. We're like, well, I think we're just a little bit under that, really. Like, we get some, we don't get anything too, too crazy. Um, we have some specific writers, but it's never anything quite like that. I think that if we were, like, a little bit bigger, we'd probably start seeing some of that stuff. But um, just because of the size of venues we have, um, we have City Plaza and Red Hat are the two biggest venues. So um, it kind of limits how big... You can't really get those bands that can draw, you know, 100,000 people into a football field or something like that. So, um, which is nice. It's, it keeps it more kind of, it lets us kind of get a little bit more creative with the booking and kind of pick people that we we really like rather than the handful of people that can fill up, you know, 100,000 person field. Hey, Beyonce might show up for Solange. You can always hope <laughs> that. I mean, oh God, that would be pretty wild. Um, speaking of Red Hat, now it's three days instead of just one day? It is, yeah, yeah. So Red Hat is going to be Friday, Saturday, and then we're going to do Sunday for the first time. Sunday evening or and Sunday afternoon? Sunday, it's basically going to be like an all-day show on Sunday. So it's going to start oh. around a little after lunch, and then it's going to go until about 9.30. And um, it's going to be our only Sunday show, but we're going to do it in Red Hat. Because I think it's going to be nice, but I didn't want to also go big on Sunday and then have people just be exhausted. I think one show is a good way to kind of like... Mm-hmm stick your feet in the water and see how it works out. It'll be pretty relaxing because you can just like sit in the lawn. And it's it's going to be nice, I think. And and um, and we got a good bill for it. Drinking overpriced beer and yeah. everything. Just live it up. Well, you'll be able to come and go so you can oh, you know, okay. flask it in the yeah. parking lot or something. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Um, so the big five, like as of right now, I guess top five, we've got Solange, Future Islands, Big Boy, Run the Jewels, Angel Olsen. Mm-hmm. Those are like your... Those are the big ones, yeah. Those are the big ones, yeah. <laughs> is there um, anyone that on the lineup that you booked that you were just, like, super excited for that was just, like, big reach grab, and you're like, oh, I got this. You know, we have a couple. I mean, it kind of just came together. I, I, I get so attached to the lineup, it's really hard for me to pick one thing because I work for, like, four or five months on putting it together, so it's just, I have, like, a crazy, it's really hard for me to be um, non-biased. Like, it's just... All the bands seem really good. Um, the one that I th- am glad that we got, one of them is Serpent With Feet, which is a smaller guy yeah. that I'm like super into that the record he put out last year. And I think his show's going to be really good. Um, I was and they're glad. opening for uh, Perfume Genius. Perf- yeah, yeah. That's gonna be really, that Perfume Genius yeah. album's really good too. So yeah, playing the cradle and then Hopscotch. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, uh, but yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff. And um we got some more stuff to go. We we're doing. We haven't done it in, in the last few years, but we're doing like a second. We'll have a second announcement with a, a smaller group of bands coming. So I think it's going to get even better. 
is this a second smaller group coming soon or more closer to the festival um it'll be before the schedule's out so probably within the next month or so but but we don't have a deadline for that or anything we're you know kind of solidifying yeah now that we've got the, the main group out i think that we can really um just let that kind of fall into place where it makes sense and and not really have we don't have to do any reaching for somebody that might not specific might not fit as well in a spot i think it's just going to be kind of naturally work itself out hopefully and kind of add to the overall festival vibe and kind of fill in some holes that we that we have right now yeah a lot of people i've seen are like looking for that local hip-hop and you think that's local hip-hop is huge right now so and we don't have much of it and, that, and somebody was tagging me on a post on facebook about that earlier and uh and really it's just because our hip-hop confirmed so late this year um later than normal that uh we just didn't have a chance to book the locals and didn't want to like rush through it really um so but yeah local hip-hop right now is super super strong and we definitely want to add that to to the festival lineup for anyone you have your eyes on I don't want to say because, <laughs> but there's so much there. I mean, there's just a ton of good stuff. I feel like that's almost, I mean, that's really just picked up a, a bunch over the last year or two. It's been wild. Yeah. We've got a lot of stuff in our KNC area with like local hip hop stuff we've been doing, which is cool. Like it's battle cool raps and stuff, my which first, is interesting and fun. My first like real experience with the local scene was when I was 19, 20 with like little brother, like first wave oh, stuff. Yeah. Like that was I was at their first cradle show. I mean, I was just like obsessed with local hip hop back in the day. That's Odyssey is like kind of cool for me because I remember him back from those Justice League mixtapes. So, oh, he's from Justice League. He wasn't really. He was with like he was out of DC and he was with like Kev Brown and like Ken Starr and all those dudes. But they were kind of they would be on each other's stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm I, I'm into that stuff and I, I I really think we got some good good rappers coming out of here right now. I remember I took a hip hop class at State a few semesters back. And we learned about Justice League and how they started like recording in North Hall and stuff like that. Oh, really? Just like where I lived when I went to State. And I was like, when I was in that class, I was like, well, that's wild. But yeah, those were the first local dudes that when I would see them at shows, even though they were like dudes that went to, like, I felt like I was looking at like a famous person. I was like, whoa, even though just like some dude that went to State. You know? Do you think a little brother will ever reunite for anything? Oh, man. I was just talking about that with uh, Cicely from Article this morning. We both just like, that's our dream. Like, every, every festival in the, in the Triangle's dream is just to have a little brother at some point get back together. But I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, Drake might fly out for that one. I read he's a big <laughs> fan of little brother, actually. God, they're so good. Everybody would. That'd be wild. Um, so you were talking about how this was your first festival, more or less doing most of the booking primarily yourself. Yeah, yeah. Is that a big challenge? Was it a lot harder, easier? Because you could just control it yourself. It's definitely not easier. It's not easier. Well, uh, Greg Lowenhagen, who was uh, one of the, the founder, who's been kind of with it since the beginning, um, left after last year's festival to work, start working for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And um, me and him had a, a really good workflow where we kind of complimented each other's tastes. And um, and it's always easier when you have somebody that you can trust to kind of work with you on stuff. So it, it's definitely been harder this year, for sure. <laughs> and um, But I think it's come together pretty well. And I'm proud of what we were able to get together. And we got some help from Grant, who books at Red Hat on some of the bigger uh-huh. bands. Um, and uh, he was very helpful this year. Really did a great job of kind of pulling a couple of those big ones across the finish line for us. So. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't all me for sure. There's definitely a small team involved, but it's it is a ton more work this year without Greg. <laughs> well, you got it through, yeah. so that's good. And it's out. Um, we're gonna play a little for a few more artists, and we'll come back with some more talking about the lineup and everything. We're gonna play one of the. It's like a 
alumni dream team almost for hopscotch is going to be this song called worlds to run um by bus driver and is featuring milo and anderson pock who both played last year so this will be a fun one. Oh yeah really good song um stay tuned for more from wknc 88.1 wknc fm hd1 raleigh we are in the studio here with nathan from hopscotch uh I guess we never really did this because it just seems like such ubiquitous things in all of our lives. But what is hopscotch? <laughs> uh, hopscotch is uh, a weekend in September. This year will be four days, three full days, and then one kind of day programming into the early night on Sunday. Um, it's a festival with 12 venues covering all kinds of genres, kind of highlighting local and regional as well as national and international bands. And it's just a it's just a fun time. I feel like I mean we, it's just a a bunch of bands that we like. I guess I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's just all over. How many venues did you say? Is it twelve venues? It's I think it's thirteen this 13 year. Thirteen venues. Yeah. So there's a new secret surprise venue that you're there is. For. I don't know if it's a secret. I think we might have put it in the press release for the for the uh, <laughs> album. But uh, it's we're basically we'll probably do a bigger release announcement at yeah. some point. But we're going to be using the basement space at the Raleigh Convention Center for the first time. Oh, wow. And Which is like a big exhibit hall, and um, Bluegrass has used it before, and Amazement uses it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to try that out for the first time, and, and we're really excited about it because it's it's a big kind of uh, open space that we, we can kind of do whatever we want with it. I mean, really, if we if like the acoustics would allow for it, you could make that bigger than City Plaza. So it's enormous, and we're going to use just a portion of it, but... If it goes well, maybe we'll be able to grow it out in the future. So we're excited about it. I graduated there. Oh, really? Yeah. I graduated be... in the place that was there before they built that place. <laughs> that was that was where I graduated. I walked the aisle in high school there, and that'll be something. Last year I saw Young Thug at the place I saw musicals with my mom. This year I can see <laughs> who knows what where I graduated. No, also a lot of people graduated at Memorial Auditorium, I remember, too. Really? Like People graduated there. So just making there's, there's kids only, relive their awful high school graduation memories. Only uh, so many spaces. And yeah, I guess they're probably going through it like right now too. So Yeah, they are. But, oh, no. no. They got to like June. It's like, oh, really? I think so. I guess my sister's graduating from grad school right now, but that's probably yeah, a yeah, different. Yeah, college. Yeah. 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 Who knows? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, Is like the Raleigh basement or the convention center is just going to be for like daytime shows or like nighttime stuff too? that'll be nighttime stuff so what we're hoping to use to use it for is one one thing that we've never had in the past is a uh, backup plan for if it rains really hard uh, <laughs> so, so basically the way that we've programmed it is um theoretically we'll be able to if it is like knock on wood if it does rain a ton then we'll be able to move the main stage acts into there not lose a beat and then keep that going into the night with the um, night programming that we have. So okay. I think it, it could be really, it's going to be fun regardless, but it, it could be a real uh, lifeline for the festival too if it ends up being kind of a, a weird weekend. But it was that year Godspeed play to start it like raining a little bit, but it was like drizzling, so it was actually I feel like just they brought, added they just to like, it. They like summoned that though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that, was, that was a good time. Um so you mentioned some of the smaller artists you're seeing, you're interested in seeing. Um, oh, that was a fun thing. We we're talking about rumors, the rumor mills for Hopscotch and how some of my friends were throwing around the rumors of the Cranberries playing. Do you ever hear any other crazy rumors? 
Uh, I mean, I hear the same ones every year. I realized pretty quick when I first started booking Hopscotch that if you ask somebody like who they thought was going to be playing, it would almost always just be like the biggest band. On the, they'd be like, are you going to get Radiohead or Outkast or something? Like that? And you're just like, those bands are like too big. <laughs> like those bands are like, like they don't even really play Raleigh. <laughs> much less like a, you know, It's like uh, people don't, don't uh, realize that like, just the kind of because we do have so many bands coming that there is some limitation that we can't book a band like uh Bruce Springsteen or something like that, you know. Hey man, why didn't you get you two? Like you two Bonnaroo, yeah. come on now. I don't think if we put our whole budget behind it we could get you two. <laughs> I don't think I'd care to see you two, honestly. Yeah. Oh god, none of the worst. No one likes you two. Some people uh I don't know. Some people might have come in fans when they put their mo- their music on their iPhone. That's like, true. Their yeah. fears back revitalize their fan base um they're on the kendrick record though right yeah the edge or whatever yeah, yeah. he like did a song on the kendrick record maybe they're coming back around yeah maybe who knows you too um so is there um you have said there's a few more artists coming announced and that's in the next couple of weeks um I'm blanking on questions. This is terrible radio, y'all. I'm so <laughs> sorry. That's okay. I, d- I haven't has- had it like any sleep in the last yeah. week, so I'm also kind of just brain dead right now. <laughs> it's a great combo for radio. Great combo. Hey, we don't have any water. We're not breaking FCC violations <laughs> in the studio, so we're living. You are going to take a nice break for a couple of days, hopefully get some sleep. Yep, and then we're going to try to finish up the booking and get that out and then get the scheduling done. Um, and then we'll get the schedule in one day passes on. We do one day passes for each of the, um, days as well as the, the general four day. So once we get all that out, then it's basically just marketing and just a big push to kind of get the word out for the festival, which is, has always been kind of the hardest part because, um, it's just, it's, it's really hard to market live music these days. So, and when you are booking this festival, do you like, what is your goal or like thought process behind the bands you book? Like, is there like a certain type of bands you're booking for? Are you looking for those high and upcoming bands? Are you looking for the bands that you think people are going to want to see? Like, what is that process behind booking? We, we try to book a diverse lineup. That's it's very diverse. One of the most sure. important things. Um, we try to make sure that everyone is well represented. Try to make sure that we have a mix of um, up-and-coming bands that we think are going to be kind of the next wave, as well as bands that are currently like that thing, that are doing really well right now, that have just put out important albums, albums that we think are kind of like, uh, you know, encapsulating the time, that type of thing. Like, we really try to book bands that that are, are current and just kind of breaking away from, um, you know, typical typical trends in music so i mean it sounds so cheesy to say it i can't say it without sounding kind of like pretentious in some way but uh we try really hard to do that and i think that we've we've done a, a pretty good job this year yep y'all definitely have done a great job and always just booking like something for everyone like if you like the metal and punk you have that the hip-hop indie punk's another one that we hope to add some more of we had kind of a we kept striking out a little bit with some punk bands just because they were having trouble lining up with touring and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll be able to add some punk here in the next announcement as well. 
um, because I I really love that that type. Of, I mean, I'm I'll, I I kind of grew up on that type of stuff. So hopefully we can get some more of that, and um, and also some more just. It's just gonna be fun. I just want some more fun bands. <laughs> it's just gonna be a good time. We really try to make sure that it's it's a fun weekend and not just, um, you know, not a scholastic thing at all. Like it's gonna be fun. I mean, it's always fun for me. This is like my, I think it'll be my third or fourth year, and it's always that like it's like Christmas for like a certain community in Raleigh and like North Carolina, where it's just like show after show of fun and good times. Yeah, no, I think it, it's going to be fun this year, too. We booked a lot of really good bands. Um, All right, we'll come back. We are going to take a little air break, and then we'll play some more music, and I'll have some more questions lined up and be more prepared. So stay tuned on 88.1 WKNC FM HD1 Raleigh. 88.1 WKNC FM HD1 Raleigh. I am Wolfware, and we're in the studios with... Gudia. And Nathan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Nathan is, as you have hopefully been listening, the main booking person for Hopscotch Music Festival in Raleigh, North Carolina. And their lineup just got announced today. It's featuring some people, Solange, Future Islands, Run the Jewels, Big Boy, Angel Olsen, a lot more artists. You can check it out on um, their website, Facebook page and stuff. So give it a look. It <laughs> is very stacked from top to bottom. Lots of great local stuff. We have... WKNC favorites, Sandpact playing, um, <laughs> who also happens to be in this room. And then we have other WKNC favorites, Truth Club, uh, Naked Naps, Music in Mouth, lots of big local stuff. Then we have some cool middle of the line bands, like, I don't know, one of my favorite high school bands, Cloud Nothings, are playing. That's pretty Yeah, I was, I was like, oh my God, my high school self was really excited for that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of like, yeah, I remember listening to this, is like that stuff that got me into like, all this type of music. Mm-hmm. Um, Mount Erie. I'm so hype on Mount Erie. Like, Is that... They're the band that's from around here that just released the album, right? Is that mm. something else? No? Think you're I'm thinking sure. of Mount Mariah. Yeah. There we go. I don't know who Mount <laughs> Erie is. They're also playing. Yeah, Mount Mariah is also playing. <laughs> Using me over here. <laughs> Mount Erie is like... Um, Phil Elvrum, uh Microphones. I like microphones more. Uh, okay. I, I know the microphones Super, are. super good. Um, never thought I would get to see them. Um, yeah, and lots of cool, lots of, I think, I guess most of the rap um, is, like, kind of, like, bigger names, which is exciting. Um, Am I allowed to, uh, was it with Big Boy, did y'all try to get Outkast, or is it just... Mm, no, we didn't even... Just didn't even try? <laughs> I just have we, to we ask. We tried to, we did try the one year that they were playing all the festivals, yeah. and, and it was just... It's just, uh, it was never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Does it end up being like y'all ask a lot of people and the people who are um, able to kind of yes. what mix it up? Or is it a lot of like very carefully curated and like we ends do, up being? We have like a big list that we start from. Mm-hmm. We also get pitched artists. So sometimes somebody will get pitched to you. Like um, the makeup was one that we just heard a second ago. And that was one that I didn't really think of mm-hmm. because they haven't been a band for like a decade. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I saw them on the Primavera Sound and then um, Paul and Chidi from Kings are friends with them and then they got a booking agent and just kept like getting more and more real that it was probably going to work out and then it kind of just all lined up. So 
um, we were excited that they're going to play. Mm-hmm. And they're going to play on one of the main stages with Future oh, cool. Islands. So it'll be oh. really cool. Yeah, are there any other, like, kind of reunion um, bands or, like, people? I saw, like, the, I don't know who, she's but Mary Timoney um, plays Harm, he, plays Helium? Helium, yeah. I don't really know. What's that about? Uh, that's a really good thing. That's cool. That's a, um, Mary Timoney's from X-Hex and Wild Flag and some other more recent things, oh, okay. but her first band was Helium. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, her and, like, Ash from Polvo and some other people. And they were, they were um, pretty big when I was, like, really young. Mm-hmm. And um, they, I asked about them a while back, and they were like, I don't know if that's going to happen. And then they just started doing the reissues, and then it just worked out so that she was able to play. So she's coming down and going to do some helium stuff. I think it's going to be really good. That's really cool. That's exciting because I feel like so many times, like, I mean, I like a lot of bands like new stuff, but you just, like, will never have an opportunity to listen to their stuff that was playing when you were, like, a lot younger or something like if, like, if Hopalong toured and played, like, their first album, I would be so <laughs> into that. That'd be a cool, just, like, um, offhand festival if there's, like... <laughs> anyway, um, we were talking about earlier about how Hopscotch did see um, a new music festival coming in the area, like, with Moogfest. Did um, anything change with the creation of that festival and now it i mean it's a couple months apart but um i don't i don't think it really affected us too much um there was definitely we try not to book any of the same bands we we like Mokefest a bunch and, and they do a great job so um we try to kind of not step on each other's toes but at the same time it doesn't really it's so far apart and the triangle is really big enough that it can hold two festivals it should be able to so yeah. and one's in the spring one's in the fall and then cool too it kind of works i mean mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff here and we're kind of growing out of the time where it was just one thing or nothing you know so mm-hmm. um i think it i think it's all working out the only way that it really affected us this year is that i think that if we'd have pushed um we might would have waited one more week to announce but we did not want i didn't want to announce on the same week that moog fest was happening cause yeah <laughs> all their walk-ups like that's probably their biggest sales week and i wouldn't want to affect that and then you know it would affect it would just kind of hurt both of us i felt like so that's maybe the only thing but really even then you know i feel like it's they've got their own crowd and i feel like we have so many of the same people that go to both festivals just because it's six months apart so mm-hmm. yeah is it like because there's more i guess bigger artists who have been coming through to raleigh maybe since in the past so does that make it um, harder to, like, I know you try to get people who we wouldn't normally be able to see play in the area, but so if people are coming through more, who are playing more, is it like y'all have a hard time getting different people or is it easier because more people are like interested in playing in Raleigh? Well, Raleigh's always been kind of lucky because Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, and mm-hmm. um, because we're kind of, you know, a perfect distance between DC and Atlanta where We've we got a lot of good shows historically. Like, if you look at even into the 80s, like Sonic Youth playing here when there was, like, not, not much here. Like, stuff mm-hmm. like that. There was all kinds of things going down. And most of it's because we're of where we are along the highway. And um, so it does affect us a little bit because there will be bands that are huge bands that play under plays sometimes in the triangle. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it doesn't really affect us in any any real way just there's sometimes a perception of if a band is big enough to play 
Red Hat or something like that at Hopscotch, mm-hmm. but then they played The Cradle or, you know, a, a Ritz show or Hall River Ballroom or something like that, sometimes people locally can perceive them as smaller than they are on a national level. Yeah, it makes um, a lot of sense. But it doesn't really affect us, no. no. Yeah, because I remember, like, cause like, last year, Kalela like, headlined one of the nights, but just a few years ago, she was playing a show at King's where there was, like, five, like, not that many people there, but it's, like, yeah. but if she played that same show somewhere else in, like, New York or something, it'd be, like, a lot of people moving here. I don't know. That's one of the things that we try to do at Hopscotch, too, though, because yeah. and that when I was growing up, we would always go to, like, Baltimore or D.C. or Atlanta or New York or Chicago or something like that, and you would see these crazy shows and the same bands would be in Raleigh yeah. or Chapel Hill, and it's just the vibe wasn't there. There would be like no one the, there. The, the crowd wasn't. But if you get together, you know, 120 of those bands, and then everyone comes out, then all the shows are crazy for yeah. And so, that's so cool. um, we definitely try to play into that and bring some stuff that wouldn't necessarily play as well in the triangle without mm-hmm. everyone kind of already there with the wristband. Mm-hmm. When you're like booking, do you have this concept or not like idea that? You want to bring bands to the triangle that people in the triangle might not have known about, but you think everybody in the triangle would dig and stuff like that. There's some of that for sure. Um, I think the triangle has a more sophisticated fan base than that. We a lot of our fans will know a lot of the artists already, um, but then also mm-hmm. it's definitely we try to set it up like a discovery type festival where we want you to find new stuff. So um, a lot of people might listen to more you know rock and they'll find some hip-hop that they might not have heard or like experimental music or electronic stuff you know it's just kind of um spread out a little bit and go to shows that they might not normally go to even if they're with artists that they would enjoy so yeah we definitely try to make sure that there's some kind of discovery element to it so when you were booking it where was there um what are some of the artists that you weren't expecting like or you didn't really know about and you got really into them after like Booking and listening to. Ooh, um, let me or think. recommend people to Aldis check Harding. out. Harding. Is that how you Aldis say her name? Harding. She, she's like a, a newer artist. Her, her, I guess it's her second album, but it's her first big release is on 4AD. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard her before. And um, the they, she's got a uh, booking agent who's worked with some, some really cool bands who sent it over and was like, I think you would dig this. And I listened to it and I got really into it. Um, I think that that record's going to be cool. Hopefully it kind of picks up. I don't think it's out yet, so hopefully it kind of picks up some steam. And, um, I mean, there's always a couple of them that, that kind of surprise you. You come out of nowhere and mm-hmm. then you get really into them because part of the job is just listening to all the music and just trying to figure out what is going to be good. So Yeah, I've definitely had to, for, like, WKNC stuff, go through and, like, listen to a lot of people I wouldn't normally listen to. And I found, like, a lot of, like, even before. It's cool, it's cool to get really into them before the show also yeah. and then get there. But it's also cool to not really know what you're walking into and then see them on the bill with one of your favorites and then yeah yeah last year i was just genuinely curious about rainbow can surprise like i don't know i don't the music you know great but i just i wasn't like sure so i tried to go see them but the line was out the door it was crazy it was just wrapped around the poor house like all the way to like whatever is on that street I was like, all right, I'm not waiting in line. So I just ran, stumbled into, I didn't stumble, but I just walked into uh, Neptune's and Youth Code was playing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I had no idea what to expect, but I was pretty, pretty Youth blown Code away. Youth Code was crazy. Yeah, Youth, really Youth good. Code was great. And so that was, that's what a lot of hopscotch is for you sometimes. Like, try to go to something and it's a little too full. So you just go to the next one and you're just like, just can you discover some wild stuff? Yeah, I think that we, 
one thing that we've tried to build into the app, which we haven't been totally successful at yet, is um, something that would show you what shows were kind of more closer to capacity and what shows were still open so that you could oh, try something Oh, that would be out. really that cool. Would be so we've never great. quite figured it out. We yeah. came really close last year. Maybe this year we'll be able to pick it back up. But um, I think that would be... Yeah, or even just like tweeting out, like just tweeting out. This yeah. one's kind of cool. I don't know. It gets really hectic. It's yeah, hard to like, it's really keep up with everything. But but we, yeah, it would be fun because I think there's, I feel really strongly that all the shows are good shows. So, yeah, I think you should be able to go anywhere, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. When it comes to um capacity and stuff, is that like going to your factory when you place bands in certain places? Like, how do you decide where like band A is going to play in this venue? Or is it just kind of Here's a dartboard. No, it's a, it's a crazy puzzle piece. That's like a Rubik's Cube of my life right now. It's like you're just trying to figure out how everything kind of fits on the right day and without you want to put the right band in the right venue for the right size without other similar bands playing at the same time. And and sometimes it's just impossible, but, but we try really hard to make it so that um, there's not too many bands of the same type competing for the same crowd. So... Sometimes we're better at it than others. Um, sometimes it's unavoidable um, if we book a band and then they say that they need Saturday and that's perfect for us and then they get a, a big show offer on Saturday in like D.C. or Nashville or something like that and we don't want to, we're not going to take money out of their pocket. So we're, they, if they need to be Friday, then we'll kind of make it work and figure that out. So sometimes it works out like that. It just depends on the show. And um, But I think for the most part, we, we do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sort of feel for the day party is going to be kind of a similar vibe from the previous years. Or do you want to talk a little bit about what happens with day parties? The day parties will be pretty similar. I think um, the only difference is we're going to do at Red Hat on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to have those shows start a little bit earlier. So mm-hmm. we'll have those going um, a little more all day there. So we're not going to do our normal kind of street fest. We're just going to kind of let Red Hat be that. And, um, uh-huh. oh, cool. and it's going to be kind of central to everything. It'll be right there next to wristband city, which is in the convention center. Yeah. We're also having the basement this year. And then city plaza is, I think it's going to kind of tie everything together a little bit more. Sick. Yeah. Red Hat was a nice spot last year. Cause it's yeah. really close to everything. Speaking of um, day parties. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> if you don't know, day parties are, um, I didn't learn about them until like a few years after I heard about Hellscotch, but they're super cool. Lots of different um, uh, organizations, stores, like, uh, I don't know, just like uh, labels will put together a show, um, book bands around Raleigh, um, and they'll normally, they're always free, I think, yeah. Yeah, they're always free. Always free. And sometimes they have food, open bars. Open bars, like cool stuff. <laughs> um, so sometimes like some people from the Hopscotch lineup will be playing, and um other times, some other like local artists and all are playing. So that's last, yeah. last year we had ours at Legends, and uh, we had an open bar, and people were drinking those big old uh, cups of rum runners or whatever. I don't even know what they were. I was underage. Yeah, the WKNC uh, one is also that one was <laughs> the, the WKNC one is the best one usually, but that's just personal bias. But I do also have to start thinking about that. <laughs> So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, That'll be my first like big show booked ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but enough of that. Um, but yeah, if people um, can't buy a ticket, some other options are also like um, volunteering. I mean, it's not like a. I think that we'll have but. we have plenty of tickets right now, so everybody listening, can <laughs> yeah, get a ticket. 
But uh, yeah, we do have volunteer spots that are, I think they might almost be filled up already, to be honest. Yeah, I got an email, sure. like, sign up now the other day, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, those fill up pretty fast, and I think that, so you've, you've probably volunteered before. I think they went yeah. out to people that have already volunteered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they go live on the site, like, a week later, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, volunteering is a way to go. I did it. I somehow got lucky a few years back and volunteered on a Wednesday at Wristband City, and I, I was set. I didn't have to like miss anything. It's a great way. <laughs> yeah, most people I've heard they have to miss like a full night of like music. Yeah, or something. most of the yeah. time you end up you work for a night, and then you get to go to two, two nights, and um, kind of, it really helps us out, and it kind of it's it's one of the things that we work hard at making sure is a part of the festival because we don't want it to be like necessarily like some of the other big time corporate festivals where you get there and it's just all kind of huge bouncers like aggro and you know oh, we yeah. want it to be kind of like a better I've vibe. i got to get like get. buff hopscotch <laughs> yeah. security men yeah. and just like yeah. punch people out if they stage dive or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Are we still... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to get back to some music in a little bit, but before we do that, we will open the floor to if anybody has any questions for Nathan to give us a call at 919-515-0881 or 919-515-2400. Uh, just throw us some questions and we will come out. We will ask him the next air break. Stay tuned for more music from WKNC and Hopscotch. Next up will be a band that I can't technically say on air, so I'll just say Mannequin P. And then the next one will be Aldo Harding, Aldis Harding, yeah. Aldo. And then that was one of the ones he was talking about that um, he's really looking forward to. So stay tuned for more music on WKNC. WKNC 88.1, this is Gudia here with Nathan Price from Hopscotch Music Festival. Uh, Nathan works on the booking for Hopscotch, and we have him here in the studio today asking him some questions about what goes down at the festival. Uh, Hopscotch is taking place in September, um, features lots of local artists and also some big names. Um, This year on the lineup, some of the headliners are Solange, Future Islands, Run the Jewels, Big Boy, and Angel Olsen. Uh, All of them can be seen online at their website and also... um, I've seen them on basically all my friends' <laughs> social media <laughs> posts because they've just been re-posting the lineup. It's super hype this year. We're super excited about it. Um, KNC has always been really involved because we really like to see uh, some of our local artists get onto these lineups with um, people who they wouldn't normally be able to this like early on and other stuff like that. And it's just a great uh, weekend here. It's one of the weekends I look forward to the most. So yeah, Nathan's here. We've been asking him some questions. Um, so, other than the music that goes on at Hopscotch, what are some of the other events that y'all have taking place there? Um, we do Hopscotch Design has become a bigger and bigger part of it every year. That's two days of the festival, Thursday and Friday. And um, they bring in kind of designers of all kinds to come in and do, you know, talks. And they're kind of like um, everybody from, you know, maybe a, a cinematographer to somebody that's like does like city planning. And, you know, it could be... Okay all kinds of different aspects of design and and they really do a great job of the booking and bringing in some interesting people that kind of do a really good job of of um just making it worth going to mm-hmm. and those take place like during the day um while hopscotch shows and stuff are night. yeah yeah so you can go to everything that both 
you can they don't overlap uh-huh, yeah i think i tried to, tried to do that last year you can say you can go to everything um i was just, I was just, just be yeah. like <laughs> be pretty dead but i think it was pretty successful last year um and you'll have like poster scotch too what's that one about yeah, we do posters. Well, this year we'll probably do flat stock again, which flat is stock. similar to post. It's it's the same type of thing, um, but we have a lot of local designers that come in and kind of make their own poster designs and do a lot of different screen printing um, and just really do a great job of, you know, doing a lot of different types of festival posters. Everybody ends up with a favorite each year. I feel like there's like a competition with between them, like a fun competition where they're trying to outdo each other, sort uh-huh. of. But um, there's always there's always a lot of great, great artists working on that stuff. And I think this year is going to be even bigger because mm-hmm. we're going to have more space for them. That's cool. Are there any like new things kind of like that, the spinoffs this year? Maybe some more to be announced later. Um, we're going to have more. We're going to do record scotch again and hopefully bring in some other record stores as well. Mm-hmm. Um, last year we had, um, we were working with uh, Record Store Day. And then once the HB2 stuff hit, they, they backed out and moved to Baltimore. So mm-hmm. we were kind of left scrambling a little bit, and um, and we were able to get a uh, nice price kind of stepped in and kind of picked it up at the last minute. What was Record Scotch for people who don't know? That's just, uh, you know, a lot of – it's basically like a record fair type situation okay. within the within the main stage with a focus on, like, a lot of the bands playing. And um, this year I think it'd be great to bring in some other – maybe Bull City and All Day and Sorry State, you know, a lot of my favorite stores um, – and have them involved as well. So hopefully we'll be able to start planning on that soon and um, make something cool there. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, yeah, and we had tickets to give away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have, we got to think of a good question, though. You gotta, <laughs> we got to think. Okay, hold on. Let me, um, if you can name one band that's playing this year that's also played a previous year, how about that? Because there's a couple of them this year. For one of the first times, it kind of worked out where we were able to bring some people back, um, non-locals, non-North Carolina acts that are playing for the second time. Let's see if anybody can. We'll give away one wristband to somebody who can call in and answer that question. And right now we're going to play who I'm most excited to see, Solange. Um, this is Cranes in the Sky. You're listening to WKNC 88.1. You're tuned into WKNC 88.1. This is Gudia here at Nathan Price from Hopscotch Music Festival. We just gave away a pair of tickets for the festival happening in September, or just one ticket going, <laughs> happening, <laughs> happening for the um, festival in September. And yeah, we've had a great conversation today just talking about the lineup and um, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So Nathan, do you want to give them just some information on how they can um, either, like purchase tickets or... Yeah. Um. Our tickets will go on sale Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Um, Eastern Time, and uh, we've we expect it to be a big one. We had one of our biggest pre-sales ever this year, so um, it's been strong. I think people are really excited, and it seems like the lineup is kind of picking up. We have a lot of people signing up for the the on-sale reminder, so I think it's going to be a big a big um, year for just the festival in general. I think it's going to be packed. I think it's going to be a great time. And um, those tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. on Thursday. Cool. Sweet. And, yeah, if you want to support local music, this is the only way that people can, the festival can stay alive, I guess. Um, always a really fun weekend. This will be my fourth year going. I'm super excited for it. But, yeah, uh, Nathan will be back 
later when we announce when they announce the schedule. So <laughs> look out for that. 